0: Well, hallelujah, amen. God is still doing great things and we're looking for even greater things to come. Brother Savala, we want you to come. We want you to take your liberty this morning. Amen, give us what God has put on your heart. God bless you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen, look at your neighbor, say miracles. Amen. Okay, let's try that again. Look at your neighbor, find somebody, say miracles. Amen, tell them salvation. Praise God. That's what God's been doing. Amen, amen. He's just getting started. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, I thank God. I said I thank God. Here a little and there a little. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Amen. Praise God. We serve a God that's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that I ask or think according to his power that worketh his power that worketh amen his power is at work amen there's a song that says even when I can't see it you're working amen' he's, he's working he's a god somebody said that our God never sleeps a lot of his miracles he does at night amen God works the night shift praise God he works there. he just works all the time. Hey man, we need some rest, but I thank God. I, I the Bible says I, I, He's a God that neither slumbers nor sleeps. Hey man, I wish I could do that, but I can't do that yet. But most I can go on is five hours of sleep, and I'm usually good. But, but man, I, I, I just boy, that'd be neat. There's coming a day. But I thank God. Some folks say, man, I, I stayed up all night worrying. Why? Why? He's going to be up. Just let him worry about it. Go to sleep. Amen. Praise God. Well, I know that see now, that fear thing that he got on there. Uh, that, you know, well, let's just turn over here to Acts chapter 2. Thank you for standing in honor to the word of the Lord. Amen. So good to be back here again. Lord willing, next weekend my wife will be with me and I'm happy about that. I hope I preach better. I don't know. It may or may not be good, uh, but um, I'm looking forward to having her with me and my wife and daughter, they all send their greetings and they are praying. And a pastor already alluded to this uh, verse. Well, he quoted the scripture. And um, and so uh, we're just going to, uh, we'll read it. verse Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. Acts 2 and verse 37. Uh, and uh, And don't check out of this. Some folks will think, well, I know where he's going. But you don't because you haven't heard me preach it yet. So uh, so this is still going to apply to everybody. Um, verse uh, 37, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise. What's the promise? The promise of the gift is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Everyone say, that's me. We're not going to get further away from when this event happened, either in time or geography, than we are right now. And so, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly, everyone say gladly, So how you receive the word of God today will depend on on really what happens to your eternity. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Jesus, we ask you to help us over the next little while here today. We thank you, God, for everyone that's here. Thank you, Lord, for all the saints, the guests. Lord, we ask God that your word, Lord Jesus, would make entrance not just into our minds today, but into our spirits. We love you and praise you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm glad that I have found the way in a world that is increasingly confused because they do not want absolutes. They they don't want to judge. Well, we don't want to judge anybody. I'm glad that I made a judgment one day that this is the Word of God, that God's Word means what it says, and it's not going to change from my opinion. So I found the way. Amen. I made a judgment that this way is a whole lot better than any other way that the world has to offer. Any relationship that's ungodly. uh, Any job that's ungodly. uh, Any thoughts that are ungodly. Any places to go. Well, praise God. I'm just preaching here. That's all I'm doing. Amen. I've come to try and help somebody today down there in the room. There's there's some folks, and I'm, this isn't some prophetic word, and you don't have to be a prophet to make the statement, but, but I felt very strong. There is some folks here uh, that you're fighting a spirit of fear. You've got it covered over, uh, and you've got it all kind of, everything looks good, but you're fighting a spirit of fear. God's not given us the spirit of fear, but a power uh, and love uh, and a sound mind. And in this world today, uh, you don't have to be a prophet to know that the spirit of fear is run among. It's on everybody. Uh, so, it, it's come to everybody in this building right now. But somewhere you gotta say, no, 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 I'm not gonna embrace that. Uh, I, know that I, I know I could die. I know something could happen. I just talked to somebody yesterday. Uh, they said uh, uh, they, they were afraid to make a commitment on a decision that they was going to travel to. And they said, "Uh, you know, Brother Small, uh, man, I'm just, I'm afraid, what if? I said, man, I said, I'm driving on my way to Kansas. It's a 10-hour drive. I said, I could die while I'm talking to you. What if? I decided just to stop here in the middle of the road because I got afraid a car could come and hit me. I'd be I wouldn't have any groceries, which may, may be a benefit to me. Uh, and, and I mean, there's just all kinds of things. What if? I'm not gonna live my life on what if. Uh, I'm gonna live my life secure uh, in the knowledge that I'm living for God. And there ain't nothing in this life uh, that's gonna come against me uh, that God doesn't okay uh, if I'm a child of God. Oh, hallelujah. There's nothing like being a child of God. There's nothing like being a child of God. And I'm not talking in this sense that, that even many in the world, they just, uh, uh, I, I, we're all children of God. Well, I understand what they mean. What they mean is that we all have a God-sized vacuum. We can feel God, but we're not filled with God. Everybody can feel God. The guy uh, that has had a gun held to his head, and he knew he wasn't serving God, uh, but all of a sudden he felt the presence of God. And, and they'll tell you, boy, God intersected my life. And, and boy, uh, God kept me when that car accident happened, and God kept me over here. But they won't serve that God. They just know of that God. There's a difference with those uh, that not only know about that God, uh, but they know that God. They are the children of God. Now the scripture here tells us uh, uh, of the beginning of the New Testament church. The beginning. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're Episcopalian, Baptist, Presbyterian, Methodist, simply God baptists or i said to him, well all the baptists fundamental baptists and free will baptists and all the baptists uh and it doesn't matter uh if if you're jehovah's witness or mormon i will tell you that acts chapter two come through four and what they were doing was obeying god's command the lord jesus when he told them, said go tarry in jerusalem till you be endued with power and so they go there and they're and they're waiting on on this power they're in a prayer meeting everyone say prayer Oh, if there's anything that you grab a hold of in life, it's a prayer. You need to have a prayer life. Amen. I said you got to have a prayer life. And if you're not born again and you have a prayer life, eventually uh, your prayer life will lead you uh, to a place of making a decision on whether or not you want all of God uh, or you're dissatisfied with your prayer life. But somewhere everybody has to have a prayer life with God. And so they are praying and and they're in the spirit and the Holy Ghost comes and the the scripture lets us know that the the Holy Ghost filled that house and they all begin, about 120 of them, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and and all of them begin uh, to speak with other tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance. And and as they begin to speak and they begin to prophesy in the various languages, and I believe it's 17 languages or something like that 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 is represented there, Uh, and and the people heard them and, and they begin to glorify God And it drew a crowd of people, and they and they begin to come around uh, that building where they were. And and Peter begins to preach. And as he begins to preach, uh, uh, conviction falls in verse 37 of our text. They said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? We're convicted. What what in the world do we do? And and Peter uh, gives them the message. Uh, there, there's a whole lot of things that are said. Matter of fact, if you have your Bibles there, uh, in verse forty, he says, and with many other words did he testify and exhort. There's a lot of words that were not included in this story. There's a lot of things that Peter preached about that had import for that moment, but they were not nearly as important as these words were going to be for eternity. Well, there are some things that God tells you brother that it's important for the moment that you're in. Uh, thank God for a word of prophecy that comes uh, for what the situation I'm in right now. Thank God for a miracle that comes uh, for a situation I'm in right now. Uh, but what about that miracle? Uh, what about called the Holy Ghost? Uh, what about that word of prophecy uh, that's going to affect your eternity? Uh, is it really all that important to be healed right now uh, and still go to Hell, or would I rather go to heaven with an incurable disease or go to hell having a miracle? That's where our world lives today. We want a God that is going to heal us. We want a God that kind of like the old genie in a bottle. You know, we rub that genie, we want God in a bottle. Hey, here's what I need. All right, now get back in the bottle, I'll put you away. I'm not going to serve you. I want to control you. God ain't going to be controlled. Oh, hallelujah. There's no control on him. He wants all or nothing. Oh, he'll do miracles. Oh, he'll help. Those are signs to point you in the right direction. And so the Bible says that there was a whole lot of things. said many other words. Did he testify and exhort? But those words aren't recorded. The encapsulation of those words... Are in these, this last statement, save yourselves from this untoward generation. All of those other words that could have been written down, all of those things that could have been saved are just all shortened down to one little sentence. Save yourselves from this untoward generation. That's what I want to preach for just a little while longer this morning on Save Yourself. Everybody in this building, I understand. uh, There's a doctrine out there, uh, and it's based on one verse, and it goes like this Well, uh, we're not saved by works, uh, but we're just saved by faith. Uh, And I understand it. The Scripture says that. uh, But there's a lot more to it uh, than just those simple words. Uh, We're saved by faith. What does that mean? I'm saved by believing the Scripture. I'm saved by obeying the scripture, that's works oh I couldn't do anything to save myself I couldn't there ain't enough money there ain't enough blood there ain't enough weight there ain't enough of anything that I could give God that would save myself I had to have faith when he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest lay your, your burdens down upon me and take up my yoke take I had to have faith to do that because I couldn't do it in myself so I gotta come and that's why the scripture said you gotta repent not feel sorry for your sin but turn around and leave the sin oh thank God for the drug addict thank God for the prostitute thank God for those that have never lived that type of life but they come and all of them will come and humble themselves in repentance oh God forgive me oh hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. There's some folks here today that you need to save yourself. It don't matter if it's an initial salvation or continued salvation. The apostle Paul said that there could be conditions that came into his life where he himself became shipwrecked. That's not, there's no such thing as eternal security. Well, I accepted Jesus as a child uh, and I'm saved for always. Uh, That's like saying you ate one meal uh, and you're going to be full the rest of your life. Ain't nobody in here believes that mess. But it sounds good uh, if I just want a God that's out there somewhere uh, and I'm not real responsible. Uh, If I just want a God out there somewhere uh, where I can excuse my sin uh, and walk in the ungodly works of of this world. Uh, But if I serve a God, uh, that God, uh, I understand I could lose my salvation uh, if I don't serve you right. Uh, Well, praise God. That makes some folks know. Well, you're saying it's just a works base. No, because I love him. See, in our world that's so confused, where they want love to just be a feeling, that's all they want love to be. All they want love to be is lust. Well, if I feel good, it's the, it's the idea behind irreconcilable differences. Well, no, I, they ain't been unfaithing me, nothing. I just can't stand them no more. Well, I'm just gonna tell you, that attitude can come and probably has come to just about every marriage at some time. I just make everybody uncomfortable. I wish my wife was here if I was preaching this. She'd agree. There's times I love that little woman to death. It's going to be 25 years. I can't imagine living life without her. But there's sometimes i woke up in the morning going, what in the world are you doing here? <laughs> Why did you say that to me? Huh? I'm just telling you the truth. And she'll tell you I feel the same way about Joe Savala. Why? that's just our natural inclination sometimes. I just want to be left alone. Why'd you talk to me that way? Why this? And why All that happens. But when you love somebody, I'm not looking for a way out of it. I'm going to love you unconditionally through it. I'm not going to go find me somebody else because you didn't meet my needs for some day, sometime. Well, praise God, I'm, I'm meddling right now and I didn't mean to. Lust, that's our world today. No commitment. How can you make me feel? See, I, I'm not afraid. I, I mean, I don't want to go to hell. That's a real place. Everybody in this room, everybody in this room will spend eternity in one of those two places. That's the severe. Now, there's places they don't believe that. There's churches. There's, there's denominations. They no longer really believe in a Hell. I can't even understand that. I mean, if I didn't believe in hell, I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't live for God. I wouldn't be here. I'm just telling you. Now I know all you super spiritual folks. God bless you. But I, I wouldn't be me. I mean, I know some folks said, "Well, if it wasn't man, if this was the only life to live, and there was no heaven and there was no hell, I'd still live this way." I wouldn't. I, I'm just telling you. There's pleasure in sin for a season. There, I mean, I know there's change and all that. I wouldn't go back to a whole... Well, see, I just made that rattle a whole bunch of cages right there. You, you know what? It, now, because I'm in a relationship with him... He gave me his Holy Ghost. Uh, he gave me a promise of a life to come. And all he said is walk with me uh, and, and obey. Uh, and, and, and just like a marriage, here's the deal. Man, I'm gonna be married to you. There's nothing that stops me right now. There's nothing that would stop me from going and finding some other woman. There's nothing that stop me from going and doing all kinds of stuff with my wife not around. What stops me, because I'm afraid? No, there is a little fear. I don't wanna lose my wife. Uh, I love her too much. Uh, we've been through too much together. I don't want to jeopardize that relationship. But the other and the greater is I love that little woman. She's been there through thick and thin. Hey, that's why the Lord said about the church, you're my wife uh, and I'm gonna be your husband. I wanna be a part of something uh, where he said, I'll never leave you, Uh, I'll never forsake you, Uh, and all he's asking me uh, is save yourself. Watch this. We talk about saving ourselves just for salvation purposes. Well, I'm going to meddle here just a moment again. We're the bride of Christ. We're saving ourselves for our husband to come. In a world uh, that's given its virginity uh, and its and its purity away, uh, right and left, uh, God's looking for some folks that'll say, "No, I'm saving myself uh, for the Lord God. Uh, I'm saving myself uh, for Him uh, that brought me, uh, for Him uh, that's delivered me." Oh, save yourselves! From this untoward generation. A generation, the, the word untowards, it, it's resisted, it's perverted. And if it was then, how much more is it now? Not only just perverted in the natural progression of the world's perversion, where folks don't know whether they're male or female, or even if, I mean, they, they don't even know, they, they, they just, I'm not even that, which I ain't gonna ask how they know that. All the confusion of our world today. Political upheaval, all of the stuff. It's a, I, I wonder what some of these folks that have put their hopes in those things. Put their hope in the political world. Put their hope in the milit- uh, military. Put their hope in their own ability to defend themselves. I, I, just, I, I'm just, I just get a kick out of some. I got this and how many of this do you got I got all this I got stockpiles well you're going to run out somewhere yeah. then what God bless you my hope isn't in my self defense no. I get a kid I'm just telling this just just Joseph's stuff I think I want to protect my wife and daughter but I ain't there right now storm come through kill them somebody come through and do something I'm not there so you know what I have to do I have to do now what I actually do when I'm with them. Trust God. God, uh, you are bigger uh, than any problem. Uh, God, why? how can I have my trust in you to that degree? Because I decided to save myself. I decided to obey the scripture, uh, not just for my initial salvation, if you're here today uh, and you've never really truly repented of your sins, uh, you've never come uh, and really told God you're sorry uh, and not just told God I'm sorry, but I ain't going back. That's what real repentance means. I ain't going shacking up no more. I ain't going over there and going relationship to relationship. I ain't going in there. I'm not gonna be dishonest no more. I'm not gonna be bitter and prideful. No, I'm not gonna do that no more. Say, well, preacher, now here's what the world does. They find out somebody has done that. Well, let's just pick me because I don't want to embarrass anybody else here. I come to the Lord 20-something years ago and none of, nobody, everybody in my family, not every one of them, said, oh, he ain't going to last a month. Then it graduated to six months. And then I got married and they ain't going to last in church and live for God for less than a year. I mean, family members on both sides were saying this now. Well, now it's 25 years down the road and both, a lot of their marriages have falling apart, and their lives still aren't together, and they ain't living for God. And you say, well, what's the difference? I decided, along with my wife, we're just gonna do our best to save ourselves. Because there ain't no hope out there. But during all that process, here's what would happen. While I'm trying to save myself, brother, I would invariably at times trip up. And the family would be waiting for you to trip up. And then they go, aha, you're a hypocrite. You're a sorry, no good. What kind of Christianity is that? And I could have said, you're right. I fail. I messed up. I'll just quit. See, first of all, the world doesn't understand what a hypocrite is. A hypocrite is somebody that tries to continue to be something when they're really doing something else. If you're here today and you've repented of your sin, you're trying to live for God, but you have failed somewhere. And somebody found out about it. And you're not living in that life, but you have failed. That don't make you a hypocrite. That makes what you've done a sin. You gotta repent. But again, let's just say some folks are here and you are being a hypocrite. This is a good place for you to be. You know why? Because I'm preaching about hypocrites right now uh, and hopefully the Holy Ghost will convict you and you'll say, man, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to save myself. Uh, God, uh, help me to be right. I'm going to repent and when I walk out that door, uh, I'm going to be different. Uh, I don't care what everybody else says. Uh, I don't care what they think. Uh, I'm going to be saved. Uh, I'm going to save myself. While God provides the means to be saved. He provides the means to be saved. And what is that? He provided first the cross. That becomes that becomes our substitute for personal sacrifice. He sacrificed himself for the whole world. God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son, whosoever believeth in him, believeth is not just a mental assent belief and faith always carries with it the act of obedience so therefore the initial faith that god provides or the initial sacrifice the initial salvation we couldn't produce ourselves but if we really have faith we come and we say, God, forgive me. We come to the place like these men did in verse 37. What do we do? They said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what? Notice what they said too. It's an imperative. What must we do? Not what can we do. What must it's not an option. Now, I know there's churches all over. There's places all over. They are not going to preach what I'm preaching right now is essential. They preach it as suggestions. I can't help that they're in error. I can't help that the people that go there who have faith that want to live for God, I can't help that the preachers there are in error and are not telling them everything correctly. You say, Brother so, well, that's a judgment. It is, but it's based on the Word of God. Because I have nothing else to preach to you other than the Word of God. I'm not gonna preach my opinion. I'm not preaching somebody's traditions. When you get the Holy Ghost, when you become born again, God doesn't have grandbabies, God doesn't have stepchildren. God, he don't have all that. God has children, sons and daughters. And the only way to do that is to be born again of the water and of the spirit. And God doesn't have separate ways to be born of the water and of the spirit. He's only got one way and it is recorded in the scripture. And Peter, when they asked him, what must we do? Peter said unto them, repent. The first thing you gotta do is die out to self. The first thing you got to do is say, God, I'm a sinner. I don't care how good you are or how bad you are. If you're not born again, you ain't a son of God. You're not a daughter of God. But if you repent, you're on your way to saving yourself. Repentance. God, I'm sorry. I ain't going back to these things. When folks truly repent, man, I've seen, I've seen, uh, I have not seen guns. I have seen uh, guns turned in an office, but not on the, on the platform. Although I have, I have heard about, but I've seen cigarettes. I've seen drugs. I've seen, I've seen all kinds of stuff. I I know folks that have brought, they brought their ungodly stuff that they were seeing and watching, put it in black sacks uh, and come and brought it on the altar for the church to get rid of. Uh, I'm just telling you when folks really repent, uh, you just don't know what's going to end up on an altar by the time they're done. You know why? Because they're crucifying it. I don't want this no more. I'm done with it. That's what repentance is. When people talk about I believe the gospel, what they're really saying or attempting to say is I believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if I really believe it, then I'm going to have it enacted in my own life. I'm going to die out to sin. That's the death. I'm going to be buried in his name in water baptism, which is what Peter says up there, be baptized. Every one of you, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, not the titles, uh, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, uh, not spiritual immersion. You know that's a doctrine today uh, where they're just saying, "Well, matter of fact, no, come, here, come here, come here, come here." They'll do this to people. Uh, we're going to spiritually baptize you, and, and oh, there you go. See, and there, okay, good. Now yeah, try that eating. We're going to spiritually feed you. It don't work. Baptism means exactly what it means baptized in water baptizo it means to dip plunge or submerge under you can't get any more plain than that but we live in a world that is confused they're in an untoward generation but thanks be to god you're here and i'm here and there is a way not not some way not some kind of whatever you want to come to i'm glad that i have found the way the only way God's not the author of confusion. He don't give 15 different ways to become a child. There's only one way. Every mother in here knows. You gave birth the same way to a child and God doesn't have a different way in the spirit. Save yourself, save yourself. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, you'll receive it just like everybody did in the book of Acts. You'll speak with other tongues. I am not going to get into today on the charismatic twisting of Scripture. Well, that's, a, that's just a gift of tongues. That's 1 Corinthians 12, and you've got to get way over on another section of the Scripture. I ain't talking about that right now. I'm talking about Salvation. And the apostle Peter said, you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Verse 39, he said, for the promises unto you to your children. Where's Cash? Brother Cash. Brother Cash, how old are you, son? 12. Just a few weeks ago he got the Holy Ghost right over here speaking with other tongues. Now if God will do that to a 12 year old uh, that doesn't know all the nuances of Scripture uh, and hasn't been to seminary and had not been all that kind of stuff, uh, why in the world wouldn't he do it for any adult in the room? Uh, Why wouldn't he do it for anybody else? You know why he won't? Uh, If he doesn't it's because they don't want it uh, and they're too proud uh, and they're not repented of their sins. Uh, But oh thanks be to God to those that want to save themselves. Uh, A 12 year old boy uh, can say, hey if that's what the word of God says to be saved I I want it God's looking that's why the Bible said in another place uh, Jesus said suffer the little children to come unto me why because it's going to take childlike faith uh, to get into the kingdom of God and so he says save yourself from this untoward generation repentance baptism in Jesus name filled with the Holy Ghost and to those that have experienced initial salvation I'm glad that I'm saved right now I won't be truly saved until Jesus takes me out of here but I'm walking in salvation why because I I'm doing my best to save myself. Now that he gave me salvation, I'm going to hold on to it with everything I got. To every individual here, if you've been born again, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost, you better live a repented life. Don't let anything, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to hit this and go on because I felt it while I was praying over in that corner. I don't know what the hidden things are. You let revival go long enough and hidden things will start coming up. I'm just going to tell you, I don't know who it is or where it is, but some of the stoppage, some of the blockage of the revival here that's happened is there's there's some hidden things going on. You better repent. You better learn to save yourself here. Well, praise God, Jesus. God, the church means more than an individual. The church. This, this collective body of the church at large means more than a single person. God loves everybody. He loves the individual. But his bride and his body means more than any individual. Save yourself. You better grab a hold of the things of God. As this revival goes, man, I'm just, I, I just, we just need to grab a hold of God. Save yourselves. There's folks here that there's things right now the Holy Ghost is moving up on you, and you know they're wrong. You know you need to repent of them. The mind starts working, but, but it involves this situation, and it's got this attached, and I got this over here, and what about this over here? And, and, and now, so now what happens is rather than following conviction, And saving myself. I'll be lost because i got to now justify myself. Well, it really doesn't mean that over there. I can go over here and this will be, they they make me feel better over here anyways and this and all that kind of stuff. But the word, let me just tell you, every preacher in America, yea, even the world has the same Bible. And folks, here's how they'll justify their lack of believing the word of God when it really impacts their heart. Well, there's other folks that study and pray and do that and they don't believe that and they're good people. See, goodness is not a requirement to be saved. Obedience is. God's really not impressed with how good a person is. He's impressed with those that love him after coming to conversion. And will do everything the Bible says to purify their hearts. But that's based on a love relationship with him. Your righteousness before coming to God doesn't impress him. The scripture said in one place, our righteousness, are like filthy rags to you. Why? Because he is righteous. He is just right now he's reaching in love and mercy for everybody in here everybody here he's reaching save yourself will you grab a hold of god are you tired of the of the arguments are you tired of the fears are you tired of the doubts are you tired of the broken dreams are you tired of the things that, you're, that plague the mind? It's time to save yourself. I can't do it. This pastor can't do it. We preach. There's the tragedy of what we preach. What I'm preaching right now, I've had friends of mine preach. Same word. They were saved when they preached it, they were right but somewhere, pastor, they're no longer saved today. Somewhere they let go, I arrived. Brothers and sisters, ain't one of us arrived yet. We've got to keep these words alive in our hearts every day. Save myself. God, I'm saving myself for you. There's coming a day, that great wedding in the sky. Thank you for saving me out of sin. But God, I'm saving myself unto you uh, until you come again. God, uh, I want to present my body a living sacrifice, uh, holy uh, and acceptable unto you, uh, which is just my reasonable. The world looks at it as bondage. The world looks at it as those that have decided to come out from the world and, and, and we're walking away from the things of the world. I'm talking about repentance still. And I'm trying to rush to a close. The world laughs and scoffs. I got my haircut the other day, brother. said, man, you went a long way for a haircut. And, uh, and so, but I did. And uh, I, got, uh, I got my, the, the lady does There's there's four of them, Aaron. Aaron and Melissa McGowan. Melissa, call her mail for short gear at the barbershop. Cut my hair. Fearful. Got tears in her eyes. Joe, I've been doing this for 30 years. And, and man, my husband served in Afghanistan. The man's waking up now. Strong, robust man. Waking up screaming in the middle of the night with all this stuff coming fear an untoward generation it scared his wife she's cut my hair she's going man I, I need I, I, you know, I need to get a joke book or something just to relieve the tension she said oh, I'm talking about good people I'm not talking about they're not out there banging and slinging and all that kind of stuff I'm talking about good people but unsaved people trapped in fear Got tears in her eyes. I just don't know what to do. I said, Melissa, I want to tell you what. I said, give me, give me your last name. I didn't know her husband's name at that point. I said, give me the name. I said, I'm going to keep him. I'm going to be praying for him every day. Gave her my number. I said, you call me. If anything, God, do you go to church anywhere? We don't go to church anywhere. We don't have any. I'm telling you, that's the world we live in right now and they've made fun of us because as just trying to be saved we're going to cut off the media input and we're going to just walk away from ungodly thoughts and we're going to and they made fun of us but now the spirit of fear is unleashed in our world like never before and thank God for some people of God that we ain't better than anybody we're just trying to be saved and you know what we have we got the message that says hey in the midst of darkness in the midst of fear we got a God uh, that can heal Uh, we got a God oh I wish I could get mail and her husband uh, to a man uh, that I know out over in Mississippi uh, that's fought with PTSD uh, and he was in the building in Vietnam uh, had all kinds of said uh, God can't save me, uh, God can't help me uh, he'd come to church uh, but it was in a revival uh, God gave him the Holy Ghost uh, and his wife uh, and he both testified I haven't had flashbacks uh, in months now uh, God's doing a work in my life i you about a God that will heal. If you'll make up your mind, I'm gonna save myself. How bad, how bad do you wanna be saved? Oh, they laugh at the answer. They laugh at the ark. They can sit in services unmoved by the power of God. Well, let's laugh at Noah. But the day the ark closed and the water came. Let me in! It's too late. Door has been shut. Mercy been extended a hundred and something years. You could have saved yourself. No doubt. I'm convinced that there was people that worked on that ark with Noah and his sons. I just I've done construction and four guys working on something that big. Maybe they did it by themselves. But it just seems to me that they had some help somewhere along the way. People worked possibly on their salvation. People did good things but in their heart of hearts old man, we'll help you with your project. Oh, yeah, oh, that's okay. Look at what he's building, man. Yeah, your mom and daddy, we helped on that church over there. Yeah, we contribute. Oh, they're nuts though, man. We get to really know they're crazy but there's coming a day when the door's gonna shut and the opportunity to save yourself is gone and the Holy Ghost is here today reaching out. Come on would you come uh, to the Lord Uh, would you give uh, your life to God Uh, would you submit everything Uh, would you get rid of hidden sin Uh, would you get rid of the stuff that everybody knows about Uh, and say God uh, I'm going to save myself Jesus Lord I've done best I could with your word God there's folks all across this building that your word has made entrance into hearts and minds God I would that it would enter the spirit God I'm asking you Lord over the next few moments that there would be honest responses to your words to save ourselves Save ourselves. God, there's brokenness here in this building. And God, you're wanting to heal for those that would be honest with you and reach for you beyond just feeling you to really know you. Now, Lord, have your way over the next few moments in this place. Would you stand with me? There's some here, you're feeling the presence of God and you know it's the presence of God. What are you going to do with it? Will you just mark this down to another message that you've heard? Well, that's good preaching. Well, that's interesting. Well, that guy sure is excited about what he believes. Or will you grab a hold of it and say, God, before I leave here, I want to know. That I'm saved. I want to know that I'm delivered. Jesus, help us here right now. Right now. If you want to come to this altar, saints, guests, the altar is a public place, it's for everybody. I see some that. They're interpreting. I hope that you were able to get most of the spirit of this, this message. God, God wants to do a work in your family if you'll let him save yourself. I wonder if there's anybody here this morning that's really interested. The Bible said in one place, making our calling and our election sure. Beyond doubt, God, I want to know, I want to know you. And God, before I leave this building, I want to be determined I'm saving myself. If you feel that way today, would you just come to this altar? Come on. Come on, everybody that would. guess, saints. I don't care if it's your first time, second time, or thousand time. Come on. Come on, we're all in this together. There ain't nobody here who wants to be lost. Jesus, we love you. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Come on, let the Holy Ghost, let the Spirit of God help us here right now. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, I love you. Oh, God, touch my heart today. Say, my heart today, Jesus. Oh, God, I come before you today, Jesus. God, Wanting more than anything, oh God, to be part of your kingdom, Jesus. God, not just talk about it, but to be a part of it, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on today. Somebody can leave born again of the water and of the spirit. Somebody can leave with a healing in their heart, a healing in their family. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Lord, I love you, Jesus. I worship you today, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I worship you. God, here I am, Lord, saving myself, God, obeying your word, Jesus, mixing faith today mixing faith today hallelujah Jesus come on it's the grace of the Lord that's moving upon us right now come on it's the amazing grace of the Holy Ghost that's moving on us right now oh I love you Jesus I love you Jesus I love you Jesus God not just mumbling, God but reaching to you God wanted your gift more than anything. Wanted the power of your spirit, your Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Oh, I once was lost. Oh, but now I'm found. Come on. Oh, I was blind. Oh, but now now I see. Come on, they're gonna sing. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. The Lord's helping us here right now. Oh, the sound. Oh, that say. like me. Oh,